0: This episode is presented by TimeTrack Go, the simply better employee time clock software that is going to make your life easier. The unique graphical employee time card helps you quickly identify and fix mistakes, cutting your editing time in half so you can go on with your day. TimeTrack Go will not only save you time and money each week, but our easy-to-understand user interface and the ability to turn an ordinary tablet into a time clock will get your team up and going in just minutes. Now your hours can go to your favorite payroll systems, including Gusto, ADP Workforce Now, paychecks, and more. Find out what a simply better solution can do for your business. To learn more and sign up for your 14-day free trial, go to www timetrackgo.com that's t-i-m-e-t-r-a-k go.com or call 888-321-9922 let's go
1: welcome back folks how you doing today walt
0: Doing good, man. Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode for you. It's about payroll. We're it's doing
1: football Sunday. Football Sunday. My boys play tonight. The Cowboys. I don't have to call my brother. He's a cowboy fan, so we can get his tears ready, get his tissue ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about you? Wes? Who's Miami playing today?
0: They play. Who do they play? They play. I know it's a big game. The Los Angeles Chargers at four twenty-five.
1: Oh. Ah, okay, nice. Yes, yeah, so all right.
0: So we'll see. Hopefully, two, two. Uh, he's learned how to fall because he took <laughs> judo, so he can learn how to fall. Hey, wait. Uh, he took helps...
1: judo to learn how to fall. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: Yes, yeah, because so his neck wouldn't snap back like that when he fell and stuff. Hey, if it helps him stay healthy, bro. You laughing.
1: I almost <laughs> been my call. Yeah. So he was like, oh, his neck is they, I'll just like because I know the frustration. I remember last season when you were like, Oh, this kid, man. Oh my goodness, if he can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's every Miami fan's problem, right? They do kids just can't stay healthy. Yeah, man. Like, and I, that I, happens. Like, yeah, I just sucks. Everybody's
0: just watching him, man, because he had those two, two or three bad concussions last year, like really yeah. bad. He, <laughs> that's what I say, with the they they were talking about him Nick strong, bro. Yeah, they were, for real. Like, oh I, gosh, to prevent that whiplash, or to prevent that, because when yes. you get pushed back by those linemen, those defensive linemen hit you. Mm-hmm. maybe be able to help them I don't know. It's
1: t- yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, well, good luck. Hope- yeah, hopefully, quarterbacks, uh...
0: just, quarterbacks just need to wear like rubber hat, rubber. Helmets,
1: yeah, yeah, for real. Just so like,
0: pass off a little bit, yeah.
1: <laughs> Man, so this, this is one uh, is pay- part, part two, two for the payroll auditing. We threw in a uh, time, I think we did auditing, and then we did two time track, time and attendance. uh, time yeah. and att- it's over the time track episode, and then a the time and attend this one. Yeah. So we brought, we, this is the second part of auditing, folks, because the first part of auditing, we just wanted to give you a broad, like, bird's eye view, right? Like, mm. why is auditing important? When, why, those type of thing. I think we did some hows and stuff mm. like that. But this, being that it's all about payroll, this part two is this kind of, these are the payroll audits that you can run, right? And we have 10 really good ones. and going through and getting organized some of them can be run during payroll some of them can be after they can be independent of the process right so they're good like these are these some of them can be run during literally as you prep for payroll all of them can be run anytime right that's a good way to put it yeah. so i'm going to do the first five walt's going to close us out with the last five and the first one document review and verification right What? I, What's up? No? I said what? Oh, <laughs> you crazy. And then, exactly, that's what you're saying, what? Because it's such it's that part of the job where we collect everything for timesheets and pay stubs and tax forms and employee contracts. And then, of course, if things evolved, right, it's now we have to deal with text messages, emails, faxes. All, di- all, all this digital all stuff, digital. man yeah i got a whatsapp story for you too we were just talking uh, hold on and because we're in this digital age sometimes we as a payroll professional need to create the documentation and not only payroll professional i think it's Mm -hmm. transactional professionals right where we have are responsible for executing a transaction what's up
0: so when you say create the document what do you mean so do you mean i get a text message from somebody and then i I turn around and send them an email to Unfortunately. confirm. Yep. Hey, yep. I got just confirming our email, confirming our conversation over yep. text. Yep. That, or yep. over phone. Yep. So it's like just creating a document because we yep. know from our experiences as payroll professionals. And outside that email can be considered a legal document.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Yep. So, mm-hmm. so. That's backup. Yep. Mm. And even if you think you've deleted it, that doesn't mean your IT department deleted it. They may still have it on. It's all discoverable, so it should all be being saved in a, properly, right? So that's – at the very least, you have to create, hey, per your text, just following up, I'm going to add – when you're paying money out, is, is right? I'm going to add X amount of hours or money because you requested it. Thank you. Just, you know what just I mean? Because you,
0: just because you deleted that email – Doesn't mean – <laughs> That's right. is not on the server somewhere, chilling, backed up somewhere.
1: That's right. You may have deleted it, but I still have it. So that's all we need. And you can, and as a little trick in Outlook, I don't know if you can do it in Google. Can you, I wonder if you can do it in Gmail where you can save the literal email thread? Can you, Um, do you know if you can? can. Yeah, I I hope so. I would imagine. I've been on Outlook. We're just on Outlook right now. That is another trick to do back to create your documentation. If you get the email in, right? Let's say you have a formal payment request system or something like that, and somebody mm-hmm. didn't use it, and somebody's like, oh, I'm just going to send them an email. Boom. Mm-hmm. You you can still save, save that into a folder like other backup type thing, right? And create your documentation or pull it. So you got to be creative with these ways and create your own documentation. Do not get burned on not doing this because, unfortunately, folks have real short memories, right? Oh, oh, I forgot I said that. Oh, did I say that? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I didn't really mean that. I just sent you a text, and what, what, what? For me, for me, that's the difficulty of
0: communication, right? And the 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 core issue there is the communication style because yep. I could say something in some way. To you or to someone else, and it be perceived as like I could say, hey, like, pay this bonus, even if it's clear to me, pay this bonus out for five hundred dollars for whatever. And somebody could take that and say, oh, he, Walt said to pay a retention bonus out to this person.
1: Mm, for... Yes. So like, it it it
0: creates that issue where you have to be clear, concise in yes. your communication, especially when you're creating that document make that yep. legal or make it legit yep. when you create that email and you send it you want to make sure that you're using the correct verbiage you're you're putting everything out clear and concise yep. like i said and make sure that everybody's on the same page Word. that's the importance of proofreading
1: yeah yes you, yes <laughs> i'll tell you yes. when we met like
0: we met what, almost like it's almost 10 years ago We almost
1: met. 10 years ago yeah like like almost it's going on eight years so
0: I remember when we first met and I used to get, this is my first experience working at charter where I would get a text message, where yep. I would get an email, yes. I would get to somebody on a the phone, phone call. Yeah. Brian, Brian would be like, make sure you document it. Make sure you type it out make sure you do this. Just don't take their word for it. Just don't. Or if you can send a snapshot of the text or uh, a screenshot from the text, do that then yep. just email it. And just have that verbiage there, so you cover yourself because we create room for error, or mm-hmm. confusion mm-hmm. when we take it upon ourselves to retype it and everything like that. So it's just a, a key point I
1: want. Absolutely, we. You think about it. Your if you have three thousand employees, your transactional volume is exponentially bigger than that because people one employee could have multiple transactions. Oh yes. So you we have to and and again so much room for oh uh, yeah i'll do that in a minute or error and oh my gosh he texts me and i forgot so yeah folks this is a big one right this is that's it's not in order but this is a good one um the next one is so this is we're still on number one document review and verification that's the document review create a document if not yeah and then the next part is verify the accuracy of the employee information, basic stuff, their name, mm-hmm. their title, their department, their pay rate, but they're also their indicative information, meaning like their social security number, which mm-hmm. is a, a a building block of payroll, right? They, ultimately, that social, right? We, we're we paying that social really. And then that creates a W-2 at the end of the year. That's part of their filing. All that good stuff. What's up, world?
0: That's well said. I like the way you said that because when that W-2 was created, to your point, if the social security number is incorrect, when the person goes to file, it could be somebody else's social security number. Oh gosh.
1: Yeah. Hopefully not.
0: So they, that name and social will not match in the IRS's database. And so that will create another issue where you have yep. to do a W-2C, yep. but that's the reason why you would have to, you want to make sure now there's multiple people who are responsible for checking the information. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, payroll have our part. Yep. The employee has their part, and their supervisor or manager has their part. HR mm-hmm. has their part. Mm-hmm. So when we say, when Brian says this audit, you may be a part of payroll and you may not be responsible for certain data. Still doesn't mean that you can't do an audit and share those findings with yes. someone else. Our 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 request that your counterpart in HR or your business analyst, whoever's responsible for reporting or auditing that stuff, it's important for you to either do it or to trigger or request
1: those things. I like that. Yep. From another group, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Because ultimately payroll may have to do the W2C if the Social Security is wrong, right? It may be yep. somebody else's error, but W2s are pretty much always in payrolls wheelhouse and rightfully so i think and we get the task to finish and they're time consuming even if you got a service that does it's just it takes time and it's a a pending item until it's done so the less w2c's yeah you have to you have to send
0: different parts of the w2c to different agencies Mm -hmm. especially if you have to fill it out yes via on hand or whatever yep. online yep. and you yeah it's a lot it's
1: yeah a lot. And again even we i've had services in the past where all you do is just update the old to the new but even then yep. it takes four to six weeks until you to, until they confirm it's done because they're doing what you said they're sending it to all the agents da, 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 da. so it's just like, oh gosh and mind you if you have thousands of employees if you're not diligent about your data you're doing a lot of cleanup come year in. That's number two. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Number two, internal controls assessment. Evaluate the internal controls to prevent errors and fraud and unauthorized access. I love it to Mm -hmm. the to your payroll system and data. Right. What are the inputs? Who's inputting into this system? Right. Mm -hmm. What are the inputs and who are the inputs? Because and what i mean by what is are there any f- automatic feeds time and attendance could be oh, automatic happens, happens, time yeah. and attendance could be automated you know um uh, f- if, you, if,
0: if you have two different if you have a bunch of different systems or programs or apps in your tech stack and exactly two of them speak. two of them speak together it, yep. uh, like you said is that yep. automation going over automatically going from one to the other right
1: yeah automatically you right. don't even know so what are your inputs and who are your inputs do you have employee self-service where now employees are impacting with their direct deposit updates right that's going to impact payroll that's going to impact the experience whether they realize it or not yeah. manager self-service are your managers in, in, in able to impact rates and changes that is, and all that yeah. and if that's not properly managed and checked before payrolls run that could run things array right the of course you gotta not only what that looks like is your segregation of duties do you have Ooh. only one person see now our advice says it ensure that there is no single individual that has complete control over entire payroll process but that's mm. not really realistic we have those K that's that's best practice that's don't get me wrong that is best practice but if you have a small shop and there and it happens there's plenty of businesses right that are 10 people 50 people 100 people right yeah yeah
0: but but still even with the size of it is my contention that it's you still need a backup to some at some level right because Uh, their boss in a
1: small shop it's like either their boss or somebody that sits next to them some
0: something but if the boss is out, something God forbid something happens, who's going to process payroll?
1: I think that's another show. I think that's
0: another show. <laughs>
1: right? Because you bring it's up baby. a good point. You bring up a yeah. good point. What is the solution for the shop that can't afford a backup? Right. Well, cross-train at the end of the cross-train, day. Yeah. I think that's what you're urging, right? Is, look, he may be, well, you got to cross-train a couple people then, right? Up and down and yeah. to the side. You might have to have two backups. Yeah. So I think that's probably the best call out. Yeah. Because
0: because I worked at a place like that where certain duties and, and uh, that were a part of the payroll position mm-hmm. or the payroll process, I had a boss that wouldn't teach us anything. Uh, I remember you telling me that, yeah. And so when somebody came to us that's crazy. and asked us a question, we were not able to answer them because we didn't have one, we didn't have access. And we were never trained on that stuff. And if this guy was on vacation, you would have to wait until he came back a week later or two weeks later, however long yeah. he was gone. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. Shout out, mm-hmm. shout out to Annie Stewart and Erica Lee, my mentors from my past and and work they taught <laughs> me. Not that's nonsense, right? You have to teach people. Yeah. Like being the only one that knows something is not job security, it's the opposite of it. So anywho. Oh, and the point is for the, the segregation of duties, my, my call out was if you have to have a single person, you must have oversight. So that's where the single individual complete, like it shouldn't be a single person that does everything. And that person doesn't report anything to anybody. They just, everybody's just assuming and it's like, oh, it's all good. My check is good. I'm good. Hey, yeah. We ain't got, we ain't got a check on her or him. You don't want,
0: you don't want this to be in a silo, right? Because it goes back to- our true crime stuff. That's all People I think about. In the I silo Thank you
1: for saying that because that's all I think about with this.
0: And nobody's giving that oversight. Nobody has that control and and checking them and keeping them honest. End like, up hey, in jail. What's going on? And they end up yep. in jail because the temptation, the temptation is there. Like, oh, you what know what? Nobody's monitoring it? this. Yep. I can overpay me and my, my, my friends and I. Yep. And nobody's going to say anything.
1: Yep. I can set up a ghost employee and no, I don't mean Patrick St. James from from St. Patrick Ghosts from Bauer. <laughs> nah, that's not what I mean.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I, thought you
0: going, I, thought, I thought you were going somewhere where you said Patrick. I thought you were talking about freaking, what's that dude's name? Yeah, what is his uh, name? Patrick, Patrick Stewart. No, not Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Uh, Patrick Swayze. Patrick
1: Swayze. What about him?
0: What? I thought you were going dirty down, dancing.
1: dirty dancer. Oh. Yeah, I thought you were going in there. Oh, <laughs> like, the ghost! Oh gosh, yes, The other yes. ghost. Yes. Yes. Ooh, you did yeah, now. You, you aging yourself. Now you aging yeah. yourself for real. Yes. It, it ain't Patrick Swayze. It ain't omari <laughs> It ain't nobody. <laughs> this is from, this is what, from Power. no nope. um, yeah, it ain't no. This this means that it's just nobody. Somebody's taking advantage, so that's why we must have oversight. Even if you can't do the payroll, you have to be empowered enough and know enough to be dangerous to oversee your payroll person yes. and make you sure. Take it. Even how months. many? Because and, and it should be even easier if you only have one person in payroll. That means you got a small company because it's it's X amount of thousand to fifteen hundred per payroll person. If you only got one person. That means it should be a small, fairly small company, and you can stay intimate with that population. You should pretty much be able to see your new hires, your terminations. That's big right there, right? Know your bodies. Something that I recommend for every new manager, if you have a big team, and if, if let's say you have a team that's so big that you may not even meet everybody for a while, make it a yeah. point. Make it a point to take one payday and make everybody come get their pay stubs.
0: And, and another particularly new wrinkle Even to this, just a
1: stub. Yeah.
0: It, it, having these internal controls is the factor, is the remote factor, right? Yes. Is, how do you have oversight that's a good one. of someone that's, that works in a different location? Yep. You have to make sure that you have access to the payroll report, that you mm-hmm. structure those things out, have those SLPs created and stuff
1: like that. Yep. Those are the important parts of it, too. Make your remote. Hey, I don't think it's unreasonable to mandate video chatting in some instances. Hey, especially if you're a new manager. If I'm a new manager, first of all, if we got the budget and I got the time and it's not too many, I'm going out and having lunch with all my people, right? If oh, I'm mm-hmm. right, I got a remote staff, I'm going to go take the it may take me a little while a few months, right? But I'm going to make a point to go meet with everybody. Not only for team building, but for the
0: even if they're in Alaska,
1: <laughs> last is nice bro you just gotta go bid, sure bid, i'm sure you have yeah. you like the cold yeah. you like this craziness that's so, that cold Ooh. so do those type of things you know what i mean make sure you yeah. are seeing your people because to to walt's point we are seeing a lot of video fraud with jobs remote situations my daughter got caught up in a whole a couple she got so she was getting just left and right trying to get scammed with getting a new job a remote job well Walt's been a victim of it in remote so all these innovations have really impacted these internal control assessments for your payroll if we're taking it a little further we you have to evaluate your whole tech stack for weaknesses right so that oh, cybersecurity security all that of your systems pass that cybersecurity check, keep your folks educated. Because again, the the number one thing from cybersecurity experts is being educated That's the number one prevention of it.
0: Yeah. And and this goes also for the systems that you're using. So if you use one of the, the bigger or whatever, no matter what payroll software or service you use, you have to hold them accountable yes. as well. So that's a part of the internal controls assessment, right? Yeah. You need to make sure that third party provider is doing whatever they're supposed to do. If they're supposed yep. to be filing for you, you want to make sure that you're going to review that there's 941, the applicable filings are done yep. for your entities. So you want to make sure that that's done. That's a part of this internal controls assessment as well that yep. you have to do as a payroll processor. You have to make sure that you hold them accountable too, because sometimes they mess up too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Next one is recon- reconciliations, of course. Reconcile your payroll data against approved time, your attendance, your PTO. And your benefit enrollments, right? Meaning, how many people got should be having deductions come out this payroll? Uh, mm-hmm. Again, this is one. These are one of those. The, the, the first seven or so can be done before payroll, and the last or few, during, yeah. or du- during. That's what I mean. Yeah, during, like during your process, right? Before you hit the the, the steps leading to pushing the button. Mm-hmm. So reconciliation, of course, very key process. Or mm-hmm. step in the process rather. Number four is compliance verification. You want to uh-huh. ensure that you're in compliance with federal, state, local labor and employee benefit rules, if any. Employee benefit rules, you may not have any, but if you're in a union shop, the payroll person needs to keep the CBA very close by. I was just talking about this with mm-hmm. my my mom. My mom's a, mm-hmm. a retired nurse, forty-seven years, ten ninety-nine union for most of that. And we were talking about union stuff and blah, blah, blah. And, she, and my mom was like, well, how do you know? Because now she, she's listening to the shows and stuff. And she's listening to It's About Your Paycheck. Nice. And she's, yeah, it makes her think about the things, the challenges. And she's sharing it with me. So it's cool because I'm getting that, like, a different f- feedback about what she's yeah. gone through, right, and payroll. And she's like, how do you know what to pay them? And how do you know what this is and that is? And I was like, look, well, union they have a CBA agreement, a collective bargaining agreement that dictates the rules on how they get paid. And if they're really cool, they have a little sublet summary for the payroll person. If not, you got to go dig it out and get, create that summary for yourself. So you can mm-hmm. understand how to pay your union folks, or if they just have a rule, if there's something, Oh, at this look you know what I'm saying? It could be a practice because it's, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it, if, if, Companies can always create things to the benefit of the employee. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's law. Yeah, it does. I remember.
0: Yeah, I remember working at a place where they had. Let's just say they had 50, 50 locations, mm-hmm. and one only one location was unionized, and that's because wow. they actually went on a strike. And wow, did, like from that location, every other wow. location was just a regular employer, yep. Yep. but this place they had their own set of rules because they fought for it and they got they got unionized and stuff like
1: that and then you just so you have to pay attention and we have it too right we have these little one-off scenarios where it's something oh man i remember one of my last jobs we had retail places in wisconsin and they have cheese day they literally have yeah so wisconsin thing but it makes sense right Mm -hmm. they've built their whole brand on cheese. So it makes sense. Like those things may, it's funny, but it makes sense when it's okay, cool. So you have to just be, and that's when we're in the compliance verification step, you have to just take those things into uh, account. Yeah. And if you're checking numbers, you might be like, well, how do I know if I'm compliant with taxes? Well, the easy ones are social security and Medicare because they have a set percentage. So one of the easy checks that I do walking into any new payroll is I do that. I calculate that. I'm just make sure the the, the system is calculating properly. And also you'll, if you find something off, you might find a, a, an exception that is applicable to only where you're at. I remember I was doing yeah. some audit and teachers, I was doing something with teachers and there's an example, one of these teacher rules out there. I've been in education for a long time one of those rules out there and I like panicked when I walked into a new shop and I did something. I was like, Oh my God, we're not in compliance. And they're like, no, no there's a teacher rule. And I looked this up yes, and I was like, yes. Oh, okay, cool. So it's those <laughs> yes. type of things, right? If you go into yes. engineering, if you go into the car the industry, if you go into that, there may be things like doctors have rules for themselves. There, there are computer workers have different nursings have different rules. Right. So as a payroll professional, we got to get familiar that a different working class classification could have a different rule applied to them for something that impacts payroll. And this is where your compliance verification step will come in, not only in a pre-processing manner, but in a time. Again, some of these can be done as you're processing. All of them can be done anytime.
0: One One of the audits that I have my team do monthly, I just implemented this audit, is for those, especially for, those states that have reciprocity yes
1: what's reciprocity um,
0: so basically that's where they have a, a tax agreement between states so if i live in maryland but work in virginia there's an agreement that i don't have to pay certain tax i have to file it Thank for where sir. i live so yep. that's what that is and so there's an audit that you can do you can audit against people's address their home address yes. versus their work address and yes. audit that to make sure that their tax is being Oh, properly tax right because especially with this. the remote.
1: you're doing compliance remote. verification
0: yeah especially with the remote situation right yep. so if you're if your company is based in Tulsa Oklahoma but you have people working from Florida or, or from a different state you want to make sure that they have the right state set up on their employee file because when they go to file taxes yep. they're going to be like hey it says Florida here but I didn't mm-hmm. pay any state taxes and I should have paid state taxes this year mm-hmm it'll be it would be a nuisance for the employee to have to deal with that if, yes. if it's not set up correctly exactly
1: so. yeah thanks for that man it's a great mm-hmm. rollout overtime and leave audits is number five and the, this is a big one it's overtime and leave audits and what it means is check your overtime for reasonableness right if you have restrictions and regulations on how much overtime you can pay out. You may. This may trigger a report. You have to send to somebody. If you're doing it before payroll, you may have to get the get it approved. Now you can't not pay it, right? Like we say in, in on the show, you have to pay the employee and coach the behavior. You cannot say you weren't supposed to do this, so you're not getting paid overtime. No, sorry, that. Mm-hmm. that is against the law. You have to pay the overtime, pay the employee, and coach the behavior. So. Um, Mm -hmm. and then that's overtime. The leave audits is basically that people on leave, people who are still actively an employee, but they're on FMLA or personal reasons, whatnot. You want to check against that and you want to check their balances and accruals. You want to ensure that everything is being tracked properly, right? And everything looks within reason. People are accruing within reason.
0: Yes. Great call out there because you don't, You want to make sure that your PTO policies or your timeout policies are set up correct. So, doing this check so, what prevents so, if your policy is set up to prevent employees who are on leave or have a terminated status from uh, accruing while they're on that status and they should only be active, but you notice that you have people who are on leave who are still accruing or who are terminated and still are accruing, then you may have a problem with your. PTO setup or your time off setup so that's something to consider based on what you were saying yeah thanks brian for walking us through those six i have those five five. i have the next five yes sir and so i'm gonna start off with number six it's the expense reimbursement audit so some places as you come across this in your career some places will process those expense reimbursements through payroll some won't do that at all they do yeah. you have to go directly through your ap or accounts receivable yeah. team in order to get those things processed so if you are at one of those shops that you have to process expense reimbursements through payroll you want to make sure that you audit those verify expense reimbursements to ensure they're supported by the appropriate documentation have that documentation right that was one of the first things brian spoke about documentation review This is a part that you wanna make sure you have all your checks and balances in place to make sure you're doing and adhering to the company's policies regarding allowable expenses and reimbursement limits. So you don't wanna try to hook your friend up if you know that there's a certain amount that cannot go through reimbursement without proper approval. You don't wanna go ahead and process something in payroll if if it hasn't been cross-referenced and cross-checked. Anything to add on that, Brian, before I go on?
1: Yeah. It, it, no. Okay. I, it is a, it, it's a good, definitely a key area to look at because that's where, like, the negative deductions come in and things can get a little mm-hmm. like, whoa, whoa, wait, this has to be documented. So it's a very good auditing point.
0: Yes, because yeah. if you put it in as a deduction, if you put it in as a positive, it's going to take, take away from money. the person. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's, and, the,
0: and and you and you'd be surprised how many payroll pros haven't had this experience yet mm-hmm. in their career. You're like, right. You're negative right. deduction. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Reimbursements and stuff. So yeah. you're
1: right. And then my 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 other call out is the negative deductions part of giving money is dangerous because you do not see it in the gross. You only see it in the net. Yeah.
0: Case in point is that you want to make sure that you have documentation, right? Because I, I worked at this place where they would charge the employee for like background checks, fingerprint, stuff like that. It's not uncommon for that, but this place they had an issue with getting employees to sign the acknowledgement for that, agreeing to oh, that, right? Yeah, they were like, oh, you can always you can just sign it after you get it done and stuff. And the employee wouldn't sign it. Or they forget to sign it and be like, "Hey, you deducted this from my check. I didn't. I didn't agree. I didn't to that.
1: sign it. Yep. Yep. Some states it requires okay. the sign. Mm-hmm.
0: That could be a part of that document. That first one,
1: mm-hmm. like." that hand the that yes. handbook announcement yes that, that
0: people forget to sign sometimes you and i yep. experience it at a couple All of different time. places there yep. where yep. they update the handbooks a couple of times during the year mm-hmm. and they send it out saying hey please sign this i'm even guilty the policy
1: yeah i'm guilty you know? i'll push that off forever push it if it's not especially <laughs> if it's not automated i'll be pushing oh, up yeah do it next. i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow I'll do it tomorrow yeah. it's just human nature It's human nature yeah. bro and then finally, like, I like the ones that dummy proof it, like it, it keeps on your screen until, and then it tells you in red, today's the last day. Oh, all right, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> it's yep. just human nature because it's an update and it's an addendum. And honestly, the way I works, like, you can read it without confirming. So sometimes you might read it like, oh, yeah, click, click. And then you get distracted real quick and you forget to hit save and you forget to hit confirm. But you feel like mm-hmm. you read it with like I read it. I'm good. So but yeah, just it's it's just it's, a call it, out.
0: If you're an HR or if this is part of what you do in uh, payroll as a member of HR, you want to make sure that those acknowledgements are signed because it could prevent losses yep. when, when location comes up. We've yep. seen it happen where the person, I never signed that. So I wasn't aware of the change. And when it came to this holiday, you got to work the day before and the day after. That's exactly yes. what happened. Yes. It's like they changed it, say you have to work the day before and after when it the prior handbook said you have to Just either before, work. Yeah, or one. No, e- either before or.
1: Or the change. To or and. after. To and after. Ah, wow. See, and See? the professor was like, "Nope." One mm-hmm. word changes the whole deal, and yep. one word saved them a probably a ton of money, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a really good one. I love that one.
0: So the next one, number seven, data accuracy and consistency. Compare payroll data across different periods to identify uh, discrepancies or anomalies. So something that we do at the current job I'm at is we do something called payroll finals, right? So where we look at the last payroll gross amount and we compare it to this, the current payroll's gross amount, right? And what that does is that helps you catch those trends and say, hey, okay, why is there such a large variance between last payroll and this payroll? Yes. And so and my my team will investigate that, find out the reasons why for the change. Oh, it's a couple of terms. Oh, they had their bonuses come through. Oh, they had these payments. They had these like these different things. And, and, it's, and it's good practice to do those things. So in case you have that external audit, you have the external team come in, which we're going to get to here in a second. On the next one, they you have the backup and you're not scrambling and looking. Mm-hmm. Like, Booboo the clown, clown fool because <laughs> you know yeah yeah. So you want to use these. You want to use this data accuracy and consistency. You want to make sure that you do these. If you have a frequency of running these audits monthly, continue to do that. If you yeah. need to run it like a one off audit because it's requested, make sure that you're available to do that or you have the resources to provide that report. So you want to make sure that you develop the consistency in these auditing practices, right? Yep. Number eight, as I spoke to earlier, you want to have an independent reconciliation of your payroll data. So lots of times what will happen is that some companies will hire a firm. That this is more so for the larger companies. Sometimes so some of the smaller employers and businesses will hire someone to come in if, the, if it's in the budget for them to do. But you want to make sure that a third party comes out who's not, who's unbiased yeah. and can come in and look at things from a high level and like really deep dive deep and look and f- try to identify any discrepancies in the process, any discrepancies in the payroll data, any discrepancies with employee. Like this will help validate payroll cal- calculations from a tax standpoint and, and amounts and stuff like that, making sure that you're paying Everyone in, in, let's just say, there's a state that minimum wage just went up this year. They, they will check that stuff to make sure you're paying the right rates, the right OT amount to make sure that if a person is in California and they're, they have meal penalties, that they're getting those paid out correctly, right? That you're not going through and scrubbing the data after time cards are signed. Those, those are different things, like those external audits have produced results and And they will produce results and they're going to, they're going to find where your strengths are at and where your weak points are at. And that, and this is good, right? Like some people take it personal when they get dinged on something. Like when they, when there's a blind spot that they weren't aware of and someone comes in from outside and says, Hey, you need to do this better. Unless you're really egregious with these things and you're just having like bad trouble, I feel like most employers will work with you in order to make this the payroll shop a lot better. So, anything to add to that before I move on, Brian?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it's a, it was a lot. That's a lot. That's a it's a good one because the way I saw this one, it was funny. Like we were talking about, it, it was I? I was like, wait a minute, what? Bring a third party in to check calculations? I was like, that's interesting. I've never done that, but it could be an yeah. interesting task to do, especially if you have a, like a lot of different calculations. I forget who I was just talking to right now. And they were like, yeah, we had to bring in 18 different calculators. Oh, I was at a 401k conference and I was talking to actually a person from Allied Services, the third biggest company in the country and maybe top 10 in the world. She is a dedicated person for retirement planning, just for 401k and those non-qualified deferred comp, like whatever that looks like at your, Mm. they also acquire businesses and they're like yeah we have 18 different 401k calculations that they have to use for their match because of different acquisitions over the years and i was like what holy crap you know what i mean things like that that you just gotta you would have to check right then you would want somebody else to help check your calculations but so it was interesting. Again, the way I interpreted it was just like a whole new thing. I was like, well, "What?" Which may be pretty interesting, for you, depending on how complicated it, it could be. But at the end of the day, it's just, "Hey, check your third-party data." And it's this is the results of an audit. You, most companies get audited every year for different reasons, and payroll is a high touch point. Payroll folks, remember, if you don't know, not, payroll is usually forty to sixty percent of a company's revenue that's no small potatoes, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's Mm -hmm. a lot of money. So company, everybody's going to have their eyes on payroll. Mm -hmm. But what I tell folks is if you're not being malicious or negligent, then you have no worries. If you're doing absolutely the best that you know how to do, there's nothing for you to worry about, right? You're doing the best that you could do with the conditions and the tools that you're given. There's nothing you worry about, right? Make sure you're documenting your stuff. Make sure you're raising red flags when you need to. There's nothing to you can't. Oh crap. You don't take you. I know we take it personal because it's what we do. We impact this information. So when somebody like scrutinizes it, right? Like, take pride, oh. in take, take pride, pride, pride in your work. Take pride in your work, word, right? So take it mad you personally. Take pr- yeah.
0: But see, it's almost like when you think about being a basketball player, right? LeBron James is LeBron James. He's a brilliant basketball player one of the greatest to ever do it right but you still need that person in there that's going to coach you that's going to tell you like hey this is a weakness in your game how about you fix it yeah you're great you're great at all these different things great here but your defense on this play was lacking your effort on this play was lacking give maximum like those are the different things think about that from a third-party vendor or firm coming in and think about it as them like being that coach or yes. that extra set of eyes and yeah, it, it's, 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 you, it. it's it's assisting you it's assisting you in honing your craft mm-hmm. right it's assisting you in becoming the yes. best version of a payroll processor that you could be right nice. it's not it, it that's how you should look at it you shouldn't clam up and be like oh, Take we're it. Per- oh. right. nobody's perfect So you want to make sure that you use this and have open mind and learn from it, learn from this stuff. Yeah, for sure. So number nine, payroll journal entries review, scrutinize payroll journeys for accuracy and appropriateness, ensure that any adjustments or corrections are properly documented and approved. So these journal entries that would be most, mostly from an accounting standpoint. Now, you may do some you may do some journal entry review. As a payroll person, I've done that in my career. I'm sure Me Brian too. has done yeah. that in his career. I like,
1: had to make the entries.
0: Yeah, we're setting those up and stuff like that. So you want to make sure that your portion of that process with the journal entries is done as correctly as possible. So one of the things that can mess up journal entries is, let's just say, stale date checks, voids and reissues. If, if if you don't do it, if you do a stop payment, but you don't void and repurpose that and stuff like that, that can create issues down the line, especially if you resubmit payment, or let's say this person was never supposed to receive that payment, we stopped the check, but we didn't void the entry in the payroll system like this would this will help our journal entries be more correct right if you have allocations if you have stuff broken down by allocation and this and that all, all that would be under the journal entries review anything
1: you want to add to that other than you said in the beginning ordering our payroll journeys and i was like yeah that's probably true too What, what, what? You said journeys instead of journals. And I was like, oh, but our payroll journey could be audited too. (laughs) I was just laughing. My bad. Oh, maybe. My bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and then the last one is audit reports and documentation, right? So, for for me, this is this last one is saying this is where you provide your findings, this is where you, you. have conducted all these things and you have things documented, you present your KPIs, your payroll KPIs to your boss or the appropriate people, and you provide them with comprehensive documentation of your processes, your procedures, your SLPs, your working papers, and their evidence that you gathered, right? There's going to come a time, I don't care how long you've been in payroll, whether you're new in the game or you're a seasoned vet. You're going to have these moments where you're going to be asked to provide somebody with an audit or something, and you're going to be asked for something like, Hey, Walt, Brian, why did this happen? Could you audit this for me? Could you, and like, think about it. And it may not have even been your doing or your nope. team's doing, but because it impacted someone's pay, yep. you're going to have to audit it and find the the root cause for the person who requested it. Right.
1: Yep. Oh, you just made me think about it now. Like, oh, you didn't, it may not be yours. I had to do a bank reconciliation one time, like a checkbook reconciliation for the CEO of a company that I was at mm-hmm. against like his bank records against our payroll records to see if there was anything missing. Right. This is, if you're trusted too, good thing. Now I'm, I was put in a trusted, such, thank God, because uh, that's what it is. You got to. And they literally was like, here's his bank statement. Printed look what he made last year. I forget how long the state range was, but and sure enough, I found a check that he never cashed and I was like, Yeah, look, here's some missing checks or a check or it was at least one. I forget if it was two. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you get because we're payroll, we get stuck with things not stuck because of all and that's we're We're (laughs) fantastic. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. And I want, to, I want us as payroll professionals to get out of that mindset, as transactional professionals, to get out of that mindset of, oh, why do I have to do this? Because it makes sense right at that moment. You know what I yeah. mean? And this take the opportunity to grow. And then at some point, if you can organize it well, they may see, oh, crap, this really shouldn't be with you, huh? Nope, it shouldn't. But here's the process. And yeah, I, I can train the person, though.
0: That That's a good call out because you're right. Okay, like, hey, I'll do it. But just to let you know, this is where this stuff. And that could be part of the discovery p- period, right? Once you're finding out what's going on or what the root cause is, then you can go back and pr- when you produce the results, you can be like, hey, this is where it started. This is the root cause. This is what the problem that it created. And mm-hmm. this is the fix. This is how we're going to fix it." This is the error. This is the delta. This is the fix.
1: Yep. 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 Exactly right. So, mm-hmm. man, good stuff, man.
0: Yep. So, anything else you want to add, Matt, to this before? No.
1: Any, any fun
0: stories about auditing or scary situations you want to share before we close no, it out? It's,
1: it's important, again, and as transactional folks, I urge us to take on these tasks, learn them, be, become the experts, right? Be, and auditing is one of them and if you get good at it believe this is a skill this is a serious skill set right the data or knowing how to go through data and get data from a system knowing how to compare data in different systems right that's why I went down that rabbit hole on the part one of this of what was it it was the word audit the word reconciliation and the the phrase or word data validation
0: up, yep. Mm-hmm. right
1: so those three things and then it It's a really good understanding of it all. If you get good at those things, you can now transfer. It's transferable. You can go over into HR and be in HRIS, right? You can go over into finance and maybe help on and be like a business analyst on yep. the op, on the operation side on the finance side right yep. the holy trinity yep. of payroll is i heard that all throughout this the holy trinity of payroll hr payroll finance because please believe payroll stands on its own right it isn't it, although we are always a subsect of something else please believe mm-hmm. it's a stands on its own as its own department doesn't matter how they define us that's right payroll is an industry payroll is a career <laughs> right I, I just saw that all up and through here. If you get good at auditing, you provide something that folks are losing because everything is an app and everything is a no Excel there's a post right now that was that's been going on LinkedIn and it's like a funny one where the the dude is this like they personify payroll Excel and the implementation and do something the, the payroll is looking at the Excel oh shit that, like that looks good. and and somebody said it like yo absolutely if to be in payroll you have to know excel to be a transactional employee a transactional professional you have to if you're dealing with data you got to be good with excel that's what i saw throughout when we're going all over this stuff it's like excel yeah you there's some systems and things can help and but like BI and all these Tableau and all those database things that Mer- it all spits back out to Excel. Like you, Excel is the root of it all. You got to know that to use all this stuff. So, and we- there's the,
0: that's a perfect end to it because we are going to have a show best practices for Excel. Yes, we must. So yeah, we're going to have could- that.
1: From from, yeah. from from a
0: payroll standpoint, right? Yeah. So we'll have some general stuff, the general things you're gonna work on. But oh yeah, payroll. St- Heck yeah. Like Heck yeah. we'll talk about pivot tables. Everybody loves those, right?
1: <laughs> you look up, yep. And and there's certain things that are specific. Right now, there's no excuse. There's a ton of free courses out there. There's a ton of mm-hmm. people on social media, on TikTok, on IG, on LinkedIn, trying to be there's, Excel experts to get the followers. And there's I helpful it.
0: guides. Yeah, there's I helpful guides it. out there. Yeah, you can actually if you're a reader and yep. you're not visual, you like to read and actually type it. Yep. it. It gives you the what the formula is, and it gives you an example, and tells you what to put it in. There's so many different resources Chat to this point. Yes, ChatGPT
1: has been helping me write formulas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh,
0: th- th- think about that. Where AI is going to take excel think about the programs that we're not even talking about there's probably other oh, gosh yes competitors out there yes. like google we haven't even Sheet thought about like it that that's yep. similar to yep. excel and stuff like yep. that like and smart sheets yes all those different things that mm-hmm. are going to be enhanced so it, it's important AI. that you get it in the game now and oh, figure yeah. this stuff out now
1: that's another episode so, but, right where payroll can go with ai that i can i and we got to plan that because i want to talk about i want to speculate on where ai could take payroll mm-hmm. just speculate the future, like, oh, the, the future of payroll yeah mm-hmm. the future of payroll exactly
0: so your national payroll week was last week so again
1: yes shout have, out
0: have, have, happy belated Work. national payroll week to anybody who's just seeing this episode and didn't get the chance to see the other episodes on the clips happy thank you for everything that you do And uh, for the payroll world and for your, for your payroll community. I'm grateful for that. Check Um, out
1: our website. It's about payroll.io. Right now we still have a full length. Thank you video that we put together with some professionals that we work with in payroll world, right? Friends of the show. They've been on the show. We're in this payroll journey together. Go check that out. There's short clips on LinkedIn we we did for national payroll week we had just a great time it was a great week like just seeing the activity right and the out there it was it was dope it was dope
0: Encur- encourage your employees we have a show catered to employee teaching them about their pay yes. it's on tiktok it's yes. about your paycheck have them check it out there's new episodes that are going to be posted on there go yep. check it out
1: it's about your com. they can check that out as well full episodes there yeah folks, we are we excited. We keep delivering new tools, we new things for you guys and uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. We love it. I'm going to start babbling on again. <laughs> Peace. Cool. No doubt. We'll do that. So that was it folks. Uh, I hope you like part 2. We we'll wrap up auditing. Check us out next week. Yeah man, thanks for yep. listening. We love you. Peace. Yeah
0: peace (laughs) thank you for tuning in
1: to it's about payroll
0: until next time keep learning keep growing and most importantly keep going